all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. It's Friday, the 5th of June, and you're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint with me, Alex Matthew. India added the highest number of new coronavirus cases in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday morning at a time when it is planning how to reopen the economy. The total tally reached 2.16 lakh and could well have shot close to the 2.3 lakh mark as of this morning based on the current rate of daily reporting. Remember, according to the Home Ministry's latest notification, the nationwide lockdown will start lifting in phases across the country starting Monday, but states will have their say in curbing certain activities. Globally, the total number of cases crossed 6.4 million, with over 3.8 lakh individuals having lost their lives. The central government has released 36,400 crore rupees in compensation to states for the monthly losses that they incurred due to the implementation of the goods and services tax. The payout is for the December to February period, according to a statement from the Ministry of Finance. This, remember, is part of the compensation that is guaranteed for five years and is calculated at an annual growth rate of 14% keeping 2015-16 as the base year. The RBI's Consumer Confidence Survey has shown that consumer confidence plunged to the lowest level in six years in May, with respondents fearing a rise in inflation. In fact, the Consumer Confidence Index collapsed from 115.2 in March to 97.9 in May. Consumer perception on the general economic situation Employment scenario and household income plunged deeper into contraction zone, though expectations on income for the year ahead remained positive. India's former chief economic advisor, Arvind Subramanian, has said that the FRBM Act, which was introduced to institutionalize financial discipline, will probably have to be revised by the end of the year, as India will witness a sharp decline in GDP growth due to the COVID-19 crisis. In corporate news, Reuters has reported that Amazon is in talks to buy a stake worth $2 billion in Bharti Airtel. The talks are in an early stage and deal terms could change. In fact, the report said that it's also possible that an agreement is not reached at all. A number of large banks have cut the interest rate they offer on savings bank accounts, both because of the cut in the policy interest rate of the past couple of months and also because of the fact that many of them are flush with funds. In international news, the European Central Bank intensified its response to the unprecedented contraction facing the euro area with a bigger-than-anticipated increase to its emergency bond-buying program. President Christine Lagarde and her colleagues decided to expand purchases by 600 billion euros to 1.35 trillion euros and extended them until at least the end of June 2021. Italian bonds rallied with the yield on the 10-year debt compared with the German equivalent set to narrow the most since mid-May. The euro has also reversed its losses. 
In more international news, U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer said he feels very good about the progress of the Phase 1 trade agreement with China. On Monday and Tuesday of this week, China bought $185 million worth of U.S. soybeans, he said, refuting a report that Beijing wasn't living up to its commitments on the commodity purchase. In international markets, the global rally in equities sputtered a bit, with two of the three averages in the U.S. ending in the red. In the Asia-Pacific region this morning, two of the three early rises have begun the session with losses. All eyes will now turn to the jobs data that comes out later today in the U.S., and that could set the tone for equity markets in the near term. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How are we looking to end the week here in India? Good morning, Alex, and a happy Friday, listeners. Well, we've seen muted cues across Asia, as well as the SGX Nifty, indicating a quiet opening this morning. But we have plenty of news as far as stocks are concerned. And we start with Reliance Industries. This time, it's Mubadala Investment Company, which will invest 9,094 crore rupees in geo platforms. It is an Abu Dhabi-based sovereign investor, and this investment translates into 1.85% equity in geo platform. This deal values geo platforms at 4.9 lakh crores in equity and about 5.16 lakh crores in enterprise value. Remember, this is the sixth major investment in geo platforms in six weeks. Others, of course, include Facebook, Silver Lake, Vista Partners, General Atlantic and KKR. Moving on, we have the Department of Telecommunications in a revised assessment order which has asked power grid to pay 13,600 crores on account of license fee the order is related to nld license fees for the financial years 2006-7 to 2009-10 it includes interest penalty and interest on penalty to talk about a few earnings we have earnings from dlf where revenues declined 32 percent year-on-year at 1,694 crore rupees. The company also reported a net loss of 1,858 crores versus a net profit of about 436 crores last year. Margins, though, contracted but remain stable at around 18.7% against 21.3%. But there was a reversal of a net deferred tax asset worth 1900 crore rupees an exceptional loss in the quarter worth 331 crores and also an exceptional provision of 272 crores which dented the profit moving on we have srf which reported revenue decline of four percent and a net profit decline of 2.7 percent year on year in today's day of trade, we watch out for earnings from larson and tubro state bank of india and alchem laboratories An update from Ultratech Cement on COVID-19 impact. The company is at present dispatching cement from all locations and the company says that the larger part of the demand is currently from retail markets. Some of the institutional projects have also commenced construction activities. And CapEx plans for the current financial year will be restricted to 1,000 crores. And finally, we have Lupin and Mylan, which has stated that the European Commission has granted marketing authorization of Nepexto, a biosimilar to Intercept, 
the drug is used in the treatment of arthritis. Now, these are just some of the stocks that you can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BlueBookWin.com. Thanks, Hagam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and a good weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you could listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 